Fat Pratt. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Fat Pratt Chat, where we talk about stuff that helps you lose fat, get strong, and love the gym. Thanks for being here today, and I just want to say that we've been opening with the underrated, overrated, and the client shoutouts. Now, they've been taking a little too long, both in my opinion and a couple of people's opinion who gave me some great feedback. So we're going to shorten them up today. Me and James just do one of each. Uh, and you'll find it goes a little bit faster. I think that'll be helpful to you all. But I also had some great feedback to say that people really enjoyed that segment just as long as it was shorter. So we're going to try that today. That'll be first up. Next, immediately following, we're going to talk about vacation. And it's a really good time of year to talk about that too because a lot of our members are currently on vacation. So what we're going to do, um, based on our experience, we've seen a lot of people really derail their progress uh, through some poor choices and poor behaviors over vacation that carry into the next few months. So really, it's not just one or two weeks that you've kind of went backwards per se. Uh, realistically, you'll find today that you really don't go backwards that much actually on vacation as much as you think you do. And we're going to break that down for you a bit later as to maybe kind of why that is and why people think that it's gone so wrong. So that being said, sometimes it does go kind of wrong. And we want to help avoid that and help avoid the kind of spiral out of control that seems to happen a lot on vacation. So we're going to talk from our own experience as to what we do on vacation that seems to be very helpful. And we're going to talk about the experience of people that we've seen go through vacation that have come out on the other side. I mean, I make it sound so scary, don't I? Come out on the other side of vacation. But like I'm talking about like a horror movie. Um, but have come out of vacation and have gotten right back on track into their current health and fitness goals and really haven't stepped backwards much at all. So final note, in the show notes today, you're gonna to find a whole list of everything that we talked about. So you can save that list, you can screenshot it, you can do whatever, you can copy paste it, whatever you wanna do so that you have that list and you can pick a few or all of the items um, and behaviors to practice on vacation to help offset what we know is gonna happen on vacation. So this is actually episode 33. Double three. Double three. We're going to start out with a quick version of overrated, underrated. James and I have picked one, and we don't know what the other person picked. Or is gonna you know, you know what's about. really overrated? This segment of overrated, <laughs> underrated, apparently. Based on, I love this portion, but apparently the viewers don't like it as much. But Well, it's just too long, so we're, gonna, we're, already, we're already here. I think here. we should only do this. The whole the whole podcast, the whole just podcast. forty minutes of overrated, underrated. It might it might go better for us. I don't know if that's <laughs> what people were expecting. All right, you go first. Overrated, underrated. What'd you choose? All right, I'll go overrated first. And top of mind again from this past weekend, dancing at weddings. <laughs> dancing at weddings is easily one of the most overrated things that you could do, and it's forced upon people when you're at a wedding. And if you're not dancing, you're completely secluded from the party, and there's people trying to get you to dance the whole time. It's literally a horrible experience. <laughs> it ruins weddings. You know what, though? I, I'm with you on this. I agree. Yes. And I'm not a dancer at a wedding. It's not my thing. I don't like getting pulled to the dance floor. Um, wherever that comes from, I don't know. But I feel like how many people at a wedding I feel like there's usually more people dancing on the floor than not dancing Definitely. on the floor and enjoying themselves. So this is going to be hated on. Well, it depends on if they really enjoying themselves, I guess, one, which a lot of people find dancing enjoyable. Sure. I don't, even though I think I'm really good at it when I do it. <laughs> Prove it, videos. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I'm like, why is there nothing to do at a wedding besides dance or sit down secluded? 
there has to be a middle ground option. There well, has to if, be a semi-private to the private in the, in the large group training. What if your partner also doesn't like dancing? You just sit together. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. 100%. But if your partner likes dancing, you're done. Yes. Secluded. Or is your partner just agreeing to not dance because you're not, but really you could tell intuitively that they want to dance? Hmm. I don't know. I was pretty jealous. <clears throat> this is the last thing I'll say on this. I was pretty jealous. I saw... At one of my wife's cousin's wedding, people were having a blast on the dance floor. And they were good dancers. And maybe that's why I was jealous, because I was jealous of their dance skills, actually. Like, they were legitimately really good. And uh, But they looked, and this whole family was out there, the extended family, and they were crushing it. So <laughs> choreographed at, that, dances. at that particular wedding, not overrated. But most of the weddings I go to, yeah, I would agree. But I, I don't know. I'm What's yours? There. What's your over? Uh, people are going to be on me for this one. A couple of a couple people. It's an animal that I think is highly overrated. Mm. Horses. Horses are overrated. Yeah. So sorry, Karen and Rachel, if you're listening to this. I, it's not that I don't like, you know, that you like horses. I think that's awesome. But I, I find horses to be really overrated. I've ridden them. been forced to ride them. Huh. I did a little uh, horse thingy class in grade school. Horse stepped on my foot. Probably the point at which I was done with horses. Hmm. I'm, I'm a big time animal person, so I'm going to disagree. Really? But it sounds like you you th- you find them overrated because you find riding horses overrated. I think riding horses are overrated, and the animal itself is overrated. Wow. But it's like it's big, but it's yeah. nice for the most part. It's a gentle, large animal, very know. fast, very you athletic. Up some videos of this animal kicking people across a fence. You can call it gentle. It runs <laughs> it, with its body weight. It runs how many miles per hour? I don't know that. I mean, that it could still be impressive and run that fast, and still be overrated as a. How about overrated as a pet? A pet horse, because hmm. that's what I'm really thinking of. People that own horses, which I get, they love them. But is there a larger pet that you could have in the United States of America than a horse? Like legally own? Yeah. Good question. I don't know. If it's not, if it if it is, if it's the, the largest, largest, it's automatically not overrated. No. I'm going underrated on horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan of horses and animals in general. All right. Well, cool. You guys can let us know who's right and who's wrong. We'll do underrated this next. We'll do underrated this next week. All right, we'll we, both, yeah, we both came with overrated. All right. Moving on. Client shout outs. Who's been crushing it lately that you've seen? Doug Hubert. Doug. Dougie boy. Doug Hubert. He brought his daughter in today for an assessment. And I got me to thinking. I'm like, you know, when Doug came in here, he was, I think he had, he had been dealing with a lot of pain. He was a little bit skeptical as to whether he was going to be able to do this. And then he did it a couple times that first week, and he's like, you know what? I really like this. And he's been coming ever since. We so those, those are the, those are the magical those. stories. Yeah, those are the that. ones. Because you look back, and you're like, I remember your first day, and I remember you being skeptical, and I remember me being skeptical of you being here long term. And you've done it, and you have a smile on your face every day. Huge win for both of us. Yeah. So similar. I chose somebody <clears throat> that I did the assessment with originally. She came in here. Uh, Celine, Celine Alipat. Mm, and eventually one. brought her dad in for a bit. But uh, Celine, same thing. First day, it was really tough. She hadn't worked out in a while. And I don't want to impress this on her, but I will say that she had the signs that we see as trainers of a severe lack of confidence, I think. Um, and whatever that does to you in the gym. And it just seemed like she wasn't enjoying anything in our assessment, but it probably was that everything was so new to her. So same thing. I'm thinking, I don't know if she's going to last. You know, I, I hope she does. I hope she makes it through the first couple of weeks. That's going to be you know, kind of tough because you haven't worked out in a while. And here she is. She's crushing it. She's definitely lost weight. She looks a ton better. And uh, every time I go up there, she's smiling. She's happy. She's working out. Yeah. And she's young. She's yeah. really young. Uh, with her commitment and showing up as early as she does, 
automatically I assume like if you're showing up at 6 a.m. you're at least 30 years old. Not the case for Selena. <laughs> so very impressed with her work ethic. And uh, her dad hopefully will come back at some point. But fun fact, he takes his gardening so seriously that heard about this. he will not invest time in the gym when he's gardening for the summer. He has a legitimate garden in his back, like fruit trees and like like an oasis, Celine described to me. And he's like got to take care of all that stuff. Yep. And she said to come check it out sometime. And I would, but then I'd have to come back on here and talk about how gardening is overrated. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. You should bring that uh, next week is underrated. So yeah, save, <laughs> save that one for another week. All right, what's our topic today? Um, our topic today is, uh, how do we wrap this up into one sentence? Strategies to offset the vacation weight gain is what I'm thinking of. Mm. And I think this is stemming from you and your 100 days of weighing yourself. And that week where you were on vacation almost derailed everything or seemed to have derailed everything. And we have a bachelor party to go to. And we're coming up doing essentially a form of a vacation in a few days from now. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I hear it all the time. Place. I hear people go just going off. And I think the problem is there's a few easy things that people could do to offset the amount of weight they might gain. And then I think there's kind of a mental state to realize you're on vacation and like the fact that you're going to gain weight is not that big of a deal and it's not undoable. And much like your weight loss, it's probably going to swing back in a week or so as long as you continue with the good habits you were doing before you went on vacation. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree. And I think there's some things that you have to, I don't want to say plan ahead because people take vacation. By the way, potential overrated. We'll talk about this in a couple oh, weeks. Man. But I have a good one now that we're talking about vacation. <laughs> I, have a little, I have a little overrated I can share. Uh, but I think there's some things that you have to plan. And there's some things that I wouldn't want you to plan. I'd like to say, like, just go have some fun. So I think there's a, a couple different things here that we could touch on to hopefully bring some clarity to Set the appropriate expectation when you're on vacation in terms of what your behavior is going to be, both for nutrition and exercise. And then two, when you're there, are there certain things that you shouldn't be as concerned about? Probably. So what do you? What, what's worked for you personally in the past? Yeah, this is great. <clears throat> and it's changed with having kids. So vacations become a bit tougher for me to do the things that I want to do. And the little behaviors that I would love to do to continue uh, the good habits. So now that you have kids, there's a bit less time, you know, where it was just me and my wife before. It wasn't a big deal to go out for a run in the morning. But now if I go for a run in the morning, it probably has to be before the kids wake up, which probably means that on vacation, I'm getting up with less sleep than I would like. And I'm on vacation. It's probably a time where I want to relax a little bit more. So I have to weigh the options of getting up early and leaving my wife with all three kids when they wake up in the morning or potentially getting up earlier and being available to help with stuff like that. So uh, just so everybody knows, it's changed a bit. So in the past, I would go for a run in the morning. You guys have heard before how I like to do that and I think it has tremendous benefits for me. So 20 to 30 minutes wherever I was on vacation and I really like to see kind of the sights anyway and experience where I am. So like we were, I, uh, Charleston comes to mind years ago uh, before we had kids, we were in Charleston. So I would just run around the town, like in the morning, take a different route every day just to kind of see some stuff that was new to me. Uh, 20 to 30 minutes, it was super hot, super humid, but shower afterwards, not a big deal. Uh, for, other, for somebody else, it could just be as simple as walking though, for those 20 or 30 minutes in the morning. So that's one thing that I've done. And then of course, uh, the gym if possible. If it's an Airbnb or a hotel, or there's a gym somewhere, I would prefer, if it's a week that I'm gonna be away, I'd love to get three workouts in. Not 10 out of 10 workouts, 
that are going to crush me, but just workouts to get my body moving three times an hour long each, in addition to getting my steps in basically with the run or the walk. Now, <clears throat> I talked to somebody else about this who's a member. He went to Disney World. He was doing 14 to 24,000 steps a day just because of the nature of being in Disney World. So you got to kind of factor in where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. So for him, steps wasn't a problem. And we probably have to talk more about potentially getting a workout in, strength training, resistance training, and or uh, what he's going to be doing for his meals. So that's something else that I'll, I'll leave off with you. But let's let's talk about what you've done that's worked. So from an exercise standpoint, one, I would say that the steps slash running has been something that's that I really enjoyed. So this past trip to Wildwood in this three-day vacation, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't remember if that was last weekend or the weekend before, the weekend before. And the goal was to get 20,000 steps every day, which I believe we did. Twenty One day was 22, one day was 21. And maybe the day we got there was 15 or 16. Uh, Factor in a three-hour ride, you know, it's where you can't yeah. be stepping, so. Well, we should have just walked to, to Wildwood. Walk wild, obviously. Uh, but in terms of, like, uh, passive exercise, I guess I would say, like, going for walks for extended periods of time makes plenty of sense, especially when you're at, like, the beach, walking, like, walking on the beach every day. Uh, we walked, like, 15 minutes away from where we were, 15 minutes back. We did that three times in two days and then went on a separate walk at night. One time to go get ice cream, and the ice cream place was, I think, 1.2 miles away to and from. So that was kind of like the let's go for a jogger, let's go for a walk type deal. But outside of that, what I what I do that might be seen as a little bit too aggressive when on vacation is that I won't miss a lift. So when we went to New Hope, uh, the closest good gym was 20 minutes away in Flemington. <laughs> so we came back in this direction to Are Flemington Retro me? and worked out both days. Wow. Yeah. Luckily, Brie is like a big time. Like she loves the gym. So this is never like an argument or anything. So now, now for most people, that'd be pretty unreasonable on vacation and that would be a big downer. But this is something that um, I was reminded of this earlier when we were in a separate chat about going away and somebody's like, I'm not working out on my vacation. Yep. And I'm thinking, well, me and you love working out. So if you get to the point where you like working out and you're on vacation, it's probably not going to be a problem yep. for you to hit a workout. So obviously for you, you're able to go that, but you also enjoy lifting. Exactly. So when I'm saying three times a week an hour, I'm thinking of people that don't enjoy it. Like let's set a benchmark for if you're away for a week, three times an hour and like just budget your time, get through it morning or evening or something, just get it done. But obviously we'd love you to get to the spot where we are, where working out becomes enjoyable. Yeah. And I think like you said, like you like going for the runs to sightsee. I love going to the gyms to look at the gyms. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely prob that's probably a lot for a lot of people. And there's a much lesser resistance training strategy that we've put together for a lot of people that are on vacation. Uh, but for me personally, like I'm not going to miss a lift. And I'm, I'm going to really enjoy finding a local gym. When we were in Miami for the business trip, we went to, we went to two separate gyms. Just like those moments stand out to me. Like, maybe we learned some stuff at the business seminar, but I really like the <laughs> gyms we went to. <laughs> the second gym we went to was like was our favorite awesome. gym ever. It was awesome. So those are the things that, that stand out to me more so when I'm on vacation. Uh, there's a gym down in Wildwood that I love going to, look forward to it all the time, make sure I don't drink too much the nights before so I feel okay to go to the gym the next morning. Um, so from a 
passive exercise perspective of going for jogs, going for walks. Love that. And uh, resistance training, getting to a gym. I'll probably spend two and a half to three hours a day working out. And again, I don't have kids or anything. But that's like that's a very enjoyable form of vacation for me. So that's what I like to do from an exercise perspective. Now, for you, what's worked for you for like nutrition? <clears throat> I mean, it's I'm not a good I'm not a good example because I got my nutrition like pretty much in a point where it's not a big deal for me. Um, and the way that I eat on vacation is not that much different than the way I eat normally. Uh, I probably will have a little more food that I wouldn't have normally, whether at a like more French fries at a restaurant or something like that, like more greasy food, uh, probably some more ice cream than I normally would. But I generally don't crave that stuff as much because of the way I've been eating for so long. So it doesn't phase me to go into a vacation and uh, select foods and places and restaurants that myself and my family will like. Uh, that's not that much different than what we eat anyway. Now, for people who aren't at that point, um, I think the problem is they go full send every meal all day. And I don't know if anybody listening knows what full send is, but basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically, you just you just go off, right? Like it's a it's a people know what full send means, right? Oh, the, the full send is John's attempt to sound young. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, full whatever. Look up on YouTube a couple of videos of full send, and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's true. Um, so it's a good point. Like all every single meal. Like I think that's out. the problem. And I think I've talked with people who have gone, you know, off the rails on vacation and uh, leading into vacation and, and kind of reviewing the weight gain over vacation from personal clients in the past. And I think what I find is like literally breakfast, lunch, dinner, and the snacks in between, nothing was good uh, or optimal or as healthful as it could have been. So and, and the portions were all mm. full send. Yep. So what I was thinking is like, you know, don't go full send all meals and you're on vacation. I get it. You want to eat some extra ice cream and you want to eat some foods that make you feel happy. But save that for maybe dinner. And that's what Bingo. I think you did at Wildwood, Oof. right? You were yeah. good for the most part of the day, but you had that. Um, whatever you want to call it, um, or the reward waiting for you at dinner for the behaviors you did during the day, working out during the day, walking during the day, eating well in the morning and not r ridiculous portion sizes. And then at dinner, go have some fun. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I think that makes the most sense. And maybe it's a different meal for you. Maybe like your family wakes up and you guys have a big breakfast together. For sure. I know a lot of people that like IHOP breakfasts and, and syrup and pancakes or like waffles is what they just love to do. So you know what? If it's breakfast, then sure. do, do breakfast. Sure. But yeah, like da damage control a little bit in a couple of the other meals. Like try not to eat buffet style every single meal. Because I know once I like, like once I let my guard down of like what I'm going to eat and how much I'm going to eat, it's over. And I'll easily consume 3,000 calories in a meal. Oh, yeah. So that's the big thing for me that's that's worked well. So if I'm away, I'm potentially not eating breakfast or I'm eating like a protein-only breakfast. I'll eat a very modest lunch, uh, turkey sandwich, or just like turkey roll-ups uh, we've done when we go to the beach. And then at dinner, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have uh, buffalo chicken tenders, you know? And then I'm going to drink a little bit. I'm going to have waters in between my drinks. And like that's as damage control as it gets for me. And even so... I'll probably still weigh more by the end of the weekend's yeah. over, despite making "quote unquote" good food decisions in three out of four meals. Yeah. Now your your review of Wildwood and on uh, the the previous podcast of your 100 days of weighing yourself, that was pretty shocking. That your behaviors were pretty solid on vacation, um, yet you gained a substantial amount of weight. And I we can assume that a lot of that was water retention for sure. 
And I think sometimes people without your behaviors on vacation are going to gain more weight. And I think that's where they're mentally just gone. Yep. And at that point, they're off the rails and like, what am I even doing? Why bother? And then they continue those uh, poor behaviors the next week. So yeah. one thing that I noticed I was doing when I was sensitive to my weight, and this is where that like mental issue and, and the psychological component of weighing yourself comes in. I was avoiding drinking water just because I didn't want to see the number on the scale go up, mm. which I know people have done. Mm. And that is that was something that was tough to get over. Like you know, when I was being very sensitive to what I wanted to weigh and trying to lose a few more pounds, I just did not want to see the scale go in the wrong way. So at, therefore, I was drinking less water, which is totally unhelpful especially if you're drinking alcohol at the same time. Dude, that's so funny. So like realizing, and this is one thing I wrote down too for the vacation, mentally preparing that you're going to probably gain weight. Yep. I think very few people don't gain weight on vacation. Um, so mentally prepare that that's going to happen and it's probably fine. And if you've been doing well in the gym and you've been doing good behaviors leading up to it, it's one week or two weeks or whatever it is out of that time frame. Don't avoid drinking things like water. I think that could be incredibly helpful, although you will see the weight on the scale go up and you probably will be retaining more of that water due to the food and the alcohol you're consuming. So the scale is probably going to increase more than you want it to. So good. But if you avoid drinking the water, the, we're playing the long game, remember, then you're going to be worse off for not having done that. So kind of like mentally prepare that you're going to gain weight, be okay with it, and just drink a lot of water realize that the next week is when you're going to start tracking the weight again for coming down. Yeah, I, that's critical because I definitely attributed my weight gain when I got on the scale to a lot of water weight because I'm, I'm thinking back to the calories that I'm having on a daily basis and I'm like, my calories aren't that high, but my liquid consumption is probably like triple or quadruple what it generally is, both with like having a couple beers and drinking water in between and drinking plenty more water throughout the day, being on the beach and going for extra walks and runs. Like my overall liquid consumption was probably way more than it usually was. Thus the seven pound weight loss the day after, after vacation. Right, like I mean, and that's, back. I think, I think that's what people are missing sometimes to get them back on track is kind of giving up and not weighing themselves when they get back and not tracking it, not doing the good behaviors and not seeing that seven pound loss. But just remember the seven pound gain and how bad it hurt. And they're kind of like done at that point. Yeah. So stick stick to it. Amen. And a couple of questions I think that everybody could ask themselves before you go on vacation is like, what's going to be your time investment into exercise? And if it's 10 minutes, that's totally fine. If it's two hours, that's also totally fine. What's your schedule going to look like on a daily basis? When can you actually escape to go exercise? Can you turn it into a family event? Can you bring somebody with you? Can somebody babysit the kids while you do it? Uh, what equipment do you need? Could you do an exercise uh, routine without any equipment? Absolutely. Do you need to travel 25 minutes to get to the nearest local commercial gym? Absolutely not. Or if you're crazy, go for it. Um, how hard do you want to work out? Like, do you want to just go and maybe just get something in and push yourself like five out of 10? That's totally fine. If you're like, I'm on vacation, I feel really good. I'm eating a lot. Um, I want to go hard today and let's do a really hard 30 minute circuit with minimal rest. Awesome. Go for it. Uh, but definitely don't stress over your food and alcohol intake too much. Like don't go on vacation and be like, oh, I, I just can't have this third drink because I'm, I'm going to weigh more. Like it, it's fine. Don't stress over that stuff. Exercise what you can at the capacity that you're willing to. Uh, but don't stress too much over your food and alcohol when you're on a weekend trip or a full week trip. 
All right, so that's about it. I'm gonna take all of this and put it in the show notes because I know we bounced around a little bit. So I'm gonna literally take my notes and James' notes. I'm gonna list them out in the show notes for you. So you just look at the description and you'll have a big list of a bunch of stuff that you can keep top of mind when you go on vacation. And I say we put a bunch of exercises on there. Let's list Let's list five lower body, five yeah, upper sure. body. Just, just make more work for me. More and five core more opportunity to make typos. <laughs> If John has a typo, please let us know. No, uh, he gets please fined. do not. He gets fined. <laughs> Just say it, nothing. It comes out of his paycheck. <laughs> five lower body, five upper body, five ab exercises, and five stationary cardio exercises. And then basically with that, you have a nice little menu that you could choose one or two exercises from each and kind of develop your own circuit, and you could run through it for as long as you want. But we've put something out like this on Instagram before where there's so much variability that it's kind of unfair to say like, do these three exercises, do these eight exercises. It's like, here's a menu of some good ones. Choose the ones that you like and make a circuit out of it and push yourself appropriately to the degree that you're willing to. Yeah, we could do that. It's um, if you, that's four categories. So if they, if you guys listen to this, just are going on vacation, you choose one exercise from each category, run it through as a circuit. Uh, I'll probably even put like a, 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 an example. I'll put down the five of everything and I'll put down one example of something you can do for uh, time or reps. And demonstrate shirtless. And I will demonstrate not shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> With short shorts, preferably. <laughs> All, All right, right that's, that's it. it. See ya. Peace. Peace out. All right, the biggest takeaway for everybody is go check the show notes and take a look at that list and then look at the exercise list and look at the sample workout that I put down there for you guys. So hopefully that makes it a little easier to choose what you want to do on vacation as far as these good behaviors go. And hopefully it makes it easier to choose potentially just an easy body weight circuit that you can run through or even create a new one every single day on vacation. Uh, now, my main takeaway for you all, which I think we all just have to look at vacation and understand that there's going to be some fun and some things are going to happen that are counter to our fitness and health goals, especially the weight loss goals. So my biggest takeaway for everybody is understand that you're going to do a lot of damage most likely. We're just trying to mitigate the damage, but you're probably still going to do a good amount of damage. And that's no offense to everybody because we're there on vacation to relax and have a little bit of fun. We understand that that damage is going to happen. And since you know it's going to happen and you're prepared for it, then just stay the course. Get right back on your good behaviors. Get back to your gym routine after vacation. Get back to your eating routine that was working, right? And then the pendulum is going to swing back, like I said, and you'll see the weight come off just like James did after vacation when he stepped back on the scale and it was seven pounds heavier, but then fairly quickly did he lose that weight because you're not truly gaining that much weight on vacation. It's not actually that much damage. So don't assume that you've done so much damage, it can't be undone and you might as well just go back to your bad behaviors again after vacation. That's all I got for you guys.